Well, welcome everyone. Thank you very much for joining us for another episode of the Practical Broker Podcast. Chad Robinson here at uh, Best Interest Mortgages. And I'm really excited today to have a amazing woman on our podcast today. She's an author, she's a speaker, she's an entrepreneur. Um, I've seen her on stage speak uh, several times and always provides a ton of value. Um, Diana Lindstone is uh, is here to join us and uh, and welcome Diana. Thank you very much for agreeing to uh, have our audience uh, learn some, some great marketing tips and how to uh, how to help their business. Well, thank you so much for having me here this morning. And uh, yeah, it's great to to see you again. And thank for that glowing introduction. For sure. So how did you how did you get started in this business in the marketing uh, and becoming effectively a marketing coach? Right. That, that's really, I think, other than you, of course, you're speaking and you're teaching you. Uh, you're a marketing coach. Tell me about that. Yeah, I. Uh, you know, I'm not a youngster anymore. And so uh, I could go way back. But um, basically, I had a retail store for 12 years, learned how to market that retail store. And that's pre-internet. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then I worked for a financial advisor for a couple of years and did marketing for him. And then I went, huh, you know, if I can do this for other people. Um, and it was a mutual friend of ours who suggested that I help people uh, grow profitable businesses. And for me, you know, your marketing is what drives your the qualified leads and prospects to you. And yeah. then sales is what, you know, sort of closes the deal. Mm -hmm. If your marketing's not working, then you have no leads or prospects. And so then you have no business. <laughs> so uh, it all comes back to marketing for me and good marketing. Absolutely. And, you know, part of what we've been doing in a practical broker podcast for the last four episodes, actually, is really I've been having some great marketing guests on on the show talking about very specific things. You know, we were doing um, how to the last um, the last guest was talking about how to market in person. Well, now online as a face to face um, networking idea. Um, we had a gentleman on Google ads on SEO. Um, and then what I love is you're sort of rounding out the last of the in the series of that overall overarching idea of marketing versus tactics. I think you're more about, um, you know, what what drives you. And and one of the things we talked about the other day was how bad marketing is costing you clients. And I really like that statement. How does tell me about that? Well, um, yeah, bad marketing does cost you clients. It is basically, um, you know, it could be as simple as your website. Yeah. You know, most people, if they be honest, they are not happy with their website. And I've probably over the last number of years looked at hundreds, if not thousands of websites. Mm -hmm. And as we all know, people have very short attention spans today. Yep. So they go to the, your, perhaps they go to your website and they're only going to look at it for about three seconds. Mm. And if in three seconds they can understand what you do, who you do it for, and what the benefits are, they've moved on. And so bad, that's bad marketing. If, you know, if you're losing clients just because they go to your website and they go, this is too complicated, this is too cluttered. Um, and so that's just one example. But I think for most entrepreneurs, and you hit the nail on the head, they get caught up in what I call the tactic hustle. And the tactic hustle is, oh my God, a website, a logo, a tagline. 
Facebook. Oh, messenger bots, uh, Facebook lives. Oh, let's go over to Instagram. Oh, and then there was this thing called Periscope and then, and the list goes on. Yeah. And it's not their fault really because business people are experts in what they do. They are not necessarily experts in marketing. Right. Yeah. So, um, Mar good marketing is actually an exercise in memorization. So I tell people, you know, I work with CEOs, coaches, and consultants. And I say that over and over and over. And people can, okay, I get who she works with. And then I say, you know, I help them get uh, more clients, more sales, more confidence. And I say that over and over and over again. So, and then they can, oh yeah, that's easy to remember. One, two, three. But how many times have you met someone? It could be at a networking event and they're trying to explain what they do. And after the first 10 seconds, you're going, I don't even know what they said 10 seconds ago. Right. So yeah, that is the issue. And so I talk a lot about strategy, mm -hmm. uh, not tactics. Um, right. I call it uh, my marketing trifecta. So three things that you need in your strategy. And uh, one I call the entrepreneur's DNA, yeah. one I call your CRA, and one I call your marketing roadmap. So your DNA, just like we all have different DNA, right. every entrepreneur has two very distinct styles. One is their content style. What are they best content? Yeah. And uh, the other I call their um, their entrepreneurial style. So I'm basically a teacher at heart. Okay. Uh, somebody else that you and I both know, he is a teacher at heart. And yet other people are great connectors. Mm -hmm. And so those are different styles. And when we stick in our style, marketing becomes really, really easy for us. Right. And that's one, that's probably one of the first things I help people do is figure out their DNA style. And um, the next thing I help them figure out is what I call their CRA. And it, no, it's not the Canada Revenue Agency. Uh, it's basically about consistently the right activity for your stage of business growth. And as you and I know, what we need to do when we start our business is not the same thing we need to do when we're at a different stage. But people get so overwhelmed, you know, client came or came to me once and said, Oh, Hannah, you know, this guy, you know, he's talking about click funnels. And I go, you haven't even got a website or a lead magnet or an email list. Stop mm -hmm. worrying about click funnels, <laughs> you know, wrong thing at the wrong yeah. time. And so when I'm working with clients, I actually give them a list. This is what you need to work on to build the foundation going forward. Absolutely. And then we talk about the marketing roadmap, which brings those together. And then we create a strategy that is unique for you, for your style and for your stage of business growth. So it's not really about tactics at all. That's and interesting you, you say that. I built a marketing road plan last year and it took me, a, I don't know how long, probably two or three months to really dig into it. And I really, it's quite comprehensive. And and I did that without really doing the first two. I just intuitively kind of guessed what my style was. And, and man, it would have been a lot easier if I would have had some guidance and some plans. <laughs> I would have done it in like a quarter of the time. Uh, yeah, we're, we're as entrepreneurs, we are, I could do this myself yeah. uh, types of people. And, and yet, when we do hire mentors or coaches, 
you know, the, uh, the momentum and the traction is certainly, that line is shortened, that journey is shortened for sure. Absolutely. I believe in coaches a lot, obviously, as you know, from the kind of the, our mutual connections and those kind of yeah. things. And, yeah. Um, and a lot of people, I just had a conversation about this yesterday with a friend of mine. He's like, again, that really intelligent person, you know, probably 170 IQ. I'm like, no matter who you are, the greatest people in the world, the greatest athletes have multiple coaches for different things, their nutrition or their golf swing or, you know, so at different times in my career, I've had coaches for marketing. I've had coaches for operations. Yeah. Um, I've had co coaches for legal kind of ideas and, um, and it depends what season your business is in. It's, uh, it's exactly. really awesome. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And today with COVID, you know, um, and we've all had to shift more and more online. I think that is really causing a bit of a challenge for a lot of entrepreneurs because they don't have the foundational elements in place. And sure. You know, I found a lot of people, they didn't even have an email list. Mm -hmm. And we kind of look back and we go, well, why do I need an email list? And it's because you need to communicate with people and email still is the, the cheapest and most effective way. Um, or their websites were, you know, bad. I was yeah. gonna say another bad word, but uh, <laughs> their websites are bad. And, and so, you know, um, yeah, I really try to work with entrepreneurs so that the the foundation is there, and then they can build on it from there. For sure. One thing that I, that's worked in my business, um, and I love your comment on it, and, and maybe because I again try to teach this myself, and I didn't get um, expertise help, but um, so I created this whole marketing plan, and it was really driven around content because, like, uh, like you, I, I believe in a lot of being a teacher and educating clients and, and helping provide that information. So I built this whole content strategy and, and this podcast is part of that strategy. Um, and it's taken almost eight months, I'd say, to really get traction. Now, if I come on, you know, I look at I'm getting comments, I'm getting engagements, I'm getting, you know, random people coming to my blog, but, oh, we probably have 40, 50 blog articles up now, you know, probably close, getting close to hundred hours of content on video and, and it's just hitting that tipping point. So I think a lot of people give up too early. Uh, when they're doing these kind of things. Have you noticed that? Oh, for sure. Um, I always say that, <clears throat> excuse me, entrepreneurs and business owners are very creative people yeah. by nature. Okay. And as a creative, they go, uh, well, I'm going to do this. And if I don't get traction, I'm going to move to the next thing. And that's what gets them stuck in what I call the tactic hustle. Right. And they are not patient by nature. Um, I could tell you, you know, I'm working with a private client right now and she's going, no, but Diana, we've been working together for six months. And, and I go, oh yeah. And you've had uh, employee issues and you've had COVID issues. Be patient, yeah. you know, and uh, the traction will come if you are, you know, really, really clear on, I think the thing is your message. What message is it that you want to get across? And, uh, you know, if you know who your dream client is and if you know them better than they know themselves and, you know, there's a lot of foundational pieces. If you have those in place, you will get the traction for sure. That's awesome. Well, talk to me about that. Um, I know we'd like to keep this segment really, you know, fairly short. We're coming on to almost 15 minutes. Um, yep. Tell me about that dream client and what... What is that concept? Because a lot of people like to just do the shotgun marketing approach. And, and you and I, I think both agree that that's definitely a lot of times a waste of money and waste of effort versus defining your, your ideal client. 
Yeah, and for me, uh, and I think a lot of people get stuck on the, oh, it's a woman that's 55 to whatever. Mm. That is important, but the core of it is, to me, is what is the problem that they have that you are solving? That is the core of everything. So, you know, I teach people how to do elevator pitches in six or 15 words. You know, break it down. What is the core problem that you're solving and what are the results that you're getting? And you need to know that for your dream client and you need to know the emotion Mm. that your dream client and, you know, I you've probably heard this, people are on pain island. What is their, what is their problem over there? And then how, what do they want to feel like over on pleasure island? You're the one that takes them. So dream client avatar is certainly, you know, I talk about eight foundational pieces of, uh, you know, online marketing, a dream client avatar, your website, your podcast or your content, your email system, your social media profiles, your content marketing plan, which it sounds like you have, what is your signature uh, offer, product or service? And then last but not least, what are those metrics and how are you progressing? So you need to have all of those and they need to be working well. Mm -hmm. Absolutely, it sounds like a lot, but if you boil it down, you know, it can be done, I think, very simply, um, especially with with some good help and some guidance. So how do, how is your business working? How are you helping? I believe you mentioned something. You do some online free webinars and uh, when is your next one coming up and what's, what's happening with that? Sure. Um, so uh, I am actually doing an online uh, free webinar. It's called website makeover critical elements to a client attracting website. And okay. I'm doing that uh, next Tuesday. Day, which I think is June 30th and I'll send you the link so that maybe you can put it in the uh, uh, in the notes show notes but um, yeah it's easy to find me at dianalidstone.com I make try to make things really really simple That's great. Uh, but yeah that website makeover it's a free it's going to be about 90 minutes practical things that you can do to make your website better to attract awesome. clients uh, and we're going to do some website critiques live on the show and I'm looking to have my web uh, master or my techie girl uh, join me for part of it so that people can uh, hear her two cents about uh, yeah what needs to be changed on websites today. That's awesome. Um, so dianalidstone.com. Um, I'm assuming you're also on all social media and Facebook mm-hmm. and, and LinkedIn. Yep. Um, so great. Thank you very much. I really appreciate it. Uh, you coming in the show and to our listeners, if you have any questions, please reach out to Diana. Um, of course, Diana.com and that will also be in the show notes as well. And, uh, thank you very much for listening. It's Chad Robinson here at the practical broker podcast.